What's going on, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Body Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arnika, the not-so-typical chiropractor. And today, we're talking about a common weakness that I see with people with low back pain, okay? Now, today's episode is inspired by conversations I'm having in the office. I'm getting moms with low back pain coming into the office, and they're telling me that they've been working on their core, and they haven't experienced any change. Now, when I ask them what kind of exercises they're doing, I get the same common core exercises. And when I ask them to show me, that's really where I determine that they aren't using the proper bracing techniques in order to get the most out of their core exercises. And also, the core exercise that they're doing may do more harm than good to their low back. So tune into this episode as we go over a common weakness that I see with people with low back pain, three ways to help, and of course, some movement and some ways to help. All right, so... Let's get started. Now, the common weakness I see with people with low back pain is core stability. Now, let's define that a little bit. Core stability is being able to resist motion or movement within your core or spine. That's the goal. Now, how you accomplish that is something that is going to be specific to you and your body. Now, I mentioned earlier how I've had some moms with low back pain come into the office and they told me that they saw somewhere or most likely read online that if you have low back pain, strengthening your core is the answer. They try the things, nothing happens. My first question is, of course, asking more questions about what kind of things they're doing, but also if they had any type of assessment to figure out what movements are your low back likes, what it doesn't like, just to make sure that whatever position that we are in for that specific exercise is not hurting your low back while we're trying to work on your core. That is the biggest thing. I see people doing a lot of the same core exercises, maybe because they're in some type of boot camp workout class and that's what's happening, but that core exercises might that core exercise may not be the best one for them. All right? So, let's talk about three ways that you that it can help when it comes to that common weakness that we talk about, that core stability. First thing first, we need a a specific core stability training just for you. Prime example, there are many different ways to train your core, and all of them can be helpful for back pain, but you could be working on your core and hurting your back at the same time. Take sit-ups or crunches, for example. If you have pain when your low back goes into flexion, so think about bending forward, rounding that back, touching your toes, that kind of motion, then those type of exercises are actually harming your back at the same time as you're working on your core. So maybe you need exercises that don't cause you to have that flexion or that bend in your low back for right now because that's what's triggering some pain. So maybe we do certain core exercises like one of my favorites, which are called Palaf presses. Those are when our spine isn't in any type of flexion or extension. The whole goal is to remain neutral and straight as we work on our different core muscles without having to bend the spine. Those are one of my favorite core exercises, a way to isolate specific parts of our core, even if we wanted to. This way, we get our spine working, and we don't have to worry about any flexion happening in our spine. 
Another core example, like I mentioned earlier, if you're having any type of pain when your low back goes into flexion, then maybe we need to work on things in a more extension pattern. Think about being in a half kneeling position where we do what's called a chop. I will have, side note, I will have all of these movements tagged for you in the episode notes, okay? So if you don't know what I'm talking about, make sure you reference the episode notes for these movements. So certain movements with our spine that involve an extension pattern, like a half kneeling chop or a bird dog, those are going to be core exercises that are going to be really good for someone who has um, pain in their low back that is specifically triggered when they go into flexion. We don't want to be in flexion as we're trying to work on our core. It's really not helping us that much. Another example, if you are someone who avoids uh, certain core exercises altogether, which also means that now maybe you don't do a lot of core training because you're not sure what to do. For example, a common exercise I hear a lot of are planks, all right, forearm planks. Um, and they're in a lot of different workout classes, boot camp classes, all the things. Now, planking is a good core exercise. But if you're a patient that has low back pain and you notice that when you're in these planks, maybe your low back dips in, causes a little bit of hyperextension, and now it's led to a trigger in low back pain. So that plank isn't for you, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't do any type of core stuff. That just means that we need to change specifically what core exercises we're doing for you because that one just, this isn't working and that's okay. But I want us to switch it up because what I don't want is for us to get into what we call fear avoidance of movement. And that's truly when you are fearful of certain movements. So you just avoid them altogether. And reality is we need to work up to them. We need to figure out what ways can we train our core that don't cause us pain and then transition back into these specific movements like planks that were giving us some trouble early on. So having specific core training specifically for you is what's really going to help your core stability. Second thing, learning how to properly brace the core, properly create core stability. Now, when I think bracing core, or when I say this to someone, their first instinct is to either suck their stomach in, or the next one is to hold their breath. That's not properly bracing your core. We can't lift heavy shit. We can't can't brace and move as we should when we're holding our stomach in. We don't get as much air into our lungs as we want to. Now, something we have to realize when it comes to our core is that it is a 360-degree unit. It's your entire trunk. There are muscles involved at the top, like our diaphragm, muscles on the bottom, like our pelvic floor, muscles laterally or on the outside, like our obliques, and also muscles on our back, like our erectors, all right? There's a 360-degree unit that is all made up of our core. And once we realize that, we realize that we have to create a 360-degree breath in order to make sure that we are expanding everywhere so forward lateral down and also into our back once we learn how to create that 360 degree breath from breathing through our diaphragm then is when we can really start to activate our deep core muscles we can start working on different breathing strategies then we can actually learn how knowing when to breathe and how to breathe is going to be great in controlling our core and our bracing techniques That's really going to be the key, understanding breathing and how we use that to brace properly. That's the second thing. Third and final thing, but also definitely not least, is we got to lift shit. We got to lift heavy shit. Lifting heavy shit is a core stability training exercise, a.k.a. strength training. All right. We often think that when it means train our core, we have to do some type of of crunch, sit up, plank, 
core exercise that we know, which is, which is great. All those are great. But we also forget that carrying and lifting heavy shit is a way to train our core. All right. For me, I'm a new mom. I spend a lot of time lifting my one-year-old up, whether that's in a deadlifting pattern, whether I'm squatting down, whether I'm getting up off the floor lunging, whether I decide to play with him and lift him above my head. I'm lifting some heavy shit. My son is 25 pounds. And I make sure that when I'm in the gym, that I'm training for that. All the weights that I use are minimum 25 pounds because I know that I have to train for life and for the things that I want to do functionally on an everyday basis. If you are a mom, I know you're lifting up kids. If you're someone who likes to work out and wants to lift heavier shit, but you notice that maybe your low back pain starts to trigger, then this is exactly what I'm talking about. And this is for you. Different movements like a half kneeling chop, a lift, farmer's carry, all these things involve us lifting heavy shit and having to stabilize our core while we do it. The space that, I, um, that I'm in, that my gym is attached to, is an amazing studio. And we have similar philosophies when it comes to how they train. And that's why they train for everyday life, activity, and function. And that's what I love. We share a lot of the same clients, a lot of the same patients. And something that I love that they preach is that making sure that you are training for life. I was walking through the gym one day, and one of my patients, also one of their clients, um, not, I'm not going to say complaining, but you know, was talking to the trainer about, oh, you want me to go up on weight, I really think I should stay here, and the trainer's response was, you got two kids, I've seen you lifting up those kids, those kids are no longer 15 pounds, we got to get heavier weight, so that we train for lifting up heavier weight, so that when we do do that stuff out in our everyday life, it doesn't seem like a lot of effort, it's not hard, you feel strong and controlled in your body, and that's exactly the same philosophy that we have within our office, make sure that you are training for function in everyday life is the goal, so make sure that you are lifting heavy things, that you're doing some type of strength training, because that is also a type of core stability training, lifting heavy stuff, cause you to use proper bracing techniques, the heavier and heavier that you lift. So just to do a little recap, the most common weakness I see with people with low back pain is core stability. Three ways that you can help. One is having specific core stability training for you and your body. That comes with an assessment, knowing what triggers your low back and making sure that we have a specific training program for your core that doesn't cause any more harm. Two, Properly learning how to brace your core or stabilize your core is truly going to help. And then three, lifting heavy shit is a way of core stability training. So make sure that we add that into your movement routine. Now, I mentioned these movements in between today's episode. So make sure that you scroll down to the episode notes to see some movements that I put in there that's going to help you when it comes to training your core. It's going to put your body in different positions, whether that's a flexion position, an extension position, and figure out what core exercise works the most for you and gives you the least amount of pain or discomfort. All right. Now, as always, I love giving so much valuable value to you guys, so much valuable information, and I hope that you found today's episode super valuable. As always, my goal is to help you move better, feel better, and be resilient. I'll holler at y'all in the next episode.